Welcome to The Trauma Room, a podcast that triggers. We will discuss all things traumatic here, mental health disorders, movies, TV shows, love, life, etc. Will the topics trigger some? Of course they will, but to get past the trauma, you will have to get to the room. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the Trauma Room Podcast. This is season two called Problematic Relationships, episode two called Britney and Us. This episode is about Britney Spears and I could write so many episodes about this and talk about it because it is such a sad story that I wish more people would understand and just know that it's not it's not her fault what's going on with her so let's just start from the beginning so Britney Spears has always been in the limelight she has been on tv since she was a little girl she first started in the Mickey Mouse Club in the 90s which I remember her Justin Timberlake JC from NSYNC Ryan Gosling and possibly a Backstreet Boy I don't remember if one was actually on there but Christina Aguilera, basically everyone from late 90s to the alts or the OOs, I'm not sure what people call it anymore, but all those pop people were basically on there. Felicity, the lady that played Felicity, I don't know if y'all know about that show because it's kind of old, but anywho, they were all on the Mickey Mouse Club on Disney, so they've all been in the limelight for, for pretty much their childhood since now. She grew up on that show. After that show, we didn't hear from her for a while. NSYNC was created. And then she just came back with Hit Me Baby One More Time. And that was her first single. And then Oops, I Did It Again. And then A Slave for Toxic. And she just literally blew up in front of our eyes. But that first song, like back in the day, was like Oops, I Did It Again. It was like, if you listen to the lyrics, they don't make sense. But it was the, like, best song during the pop decade. It was just so awesome. And she just came out of nowhere. And at the same time, kind of, Christina Aguilera came up as well. But she was a teenager then. And so she was still in the limelight making songs. So she didn't really have a childhood, per se, And then once she blew up with Oops, I Did It Again, people, you know, got obsessed with her and idolized her. Just like with the boy bands, she had millions and millions of fans. However, with the boy bands, they were not as strict on them or judgmental on them as they were with the female artists during that time. Especially with Britney Spears, people did sexualize her. Yes, she had on a schoolgirl outfit. And yes, her belly button was showing. (laughs) That's a throwback to probably one none of you know about. I wasn't born or alive during this either. But back in the day, you could not show your belly button on TV because it was a belly button. It it was just sketchy. You couldn't also show people laying in bed together. So a lot of shows like I Love Lucy had married couples in separate beds. But that's random. And I will continue (laughs) on the topic at hand. So... Well, if Britney, people started sexualizing her outfits. Ooh, she shouldn't wear this. She's, you know, ruining my child's 
image because they idolize her. They want to look like a quote-unquote hoochie mama or stuff like that. And she was just monitored more while the boy bands could take their shirt off, swim trunks on. They could do whatever they want without people being like, ooh, this is bothering my child or this is inappropriate. That continued in her career. and But she also had an innocent... Her songs were not like Christina Aguilera, like Let's Get Dirty or whatever, or Genie in a Bottle. I mean, even though some of her songs were were Indo window, it wasn't as like obvious as Christina. So she was considered the more innocent girl, while Christina was like, some people was a trashy girl. And Christina was like, okay, I'll be the trashy girl. And so she created Dirty. But I say that to say, Britney's image was very bubblegum, very pop, very you know, girl next door, whatever. And so the magazines at that time, the paparazzi just constantly oodled her. Everywhere she went, they would go. And this was during a time where paparazzi would like flood you. They would find you and they would be like roaches on you. You couldn't even push through them. And that was all her teenage life up until now. And so Britney Spears and us, it is partly us is in society's fault that what happened to her and this conservatorship is what happened. And I will explain that. So, you know, with the paparazzi watching her constantly and everything else, at a certain age, she decides, tired of this, I want to try to change my image and make other songs. And people did not like that. People were like, what is she doing? What's going on? Where's the Britney we know and what's going on? Her outfits became more revealing. And then she was on an MTV award show where her outfit was basically sequence, see-through jumpsuit. And it was, I think, during the I'm a Slave for You. And she had a snake on as well. And she also was on the MTV Awards where her and Christina Aguilera kissed Madonna. And so she was really trying to get away from that image of I'm the girl next door. She wanted to become something else, which is understandable, especially if you're at an age where like you're an adult now and you're just like, I just want to be somewhere else. And all during this time, her dad whose name is James, but everyone calls him Jamie, Jamie Lynn Spears. He's managing her. He's trying to basically say how her career should go, which I never suggest that parents manage their kids in film or music or anything because it never, it never goes it never goes well. It's the worst thing a parent can do, really, in my opinion, is to be like the manager. They micromanage and then they see how much money their child makes and they're like, okay, this child is no longer a child to me. This child is a product and I'm going to use them in my best ability to get money. And that's that's all they're for. So even during this time, Brittany put out a song where she was saying let me be me nobody will let her be herself and that's the thing especially when you become famous everyone wants to be like on youtube or instagram and stuff like that but especially back then when you become famous your life is not your life anymore it's society's life they look at what you wear they look at how your hair is they look at 
what you say, the way you say it, everything is, oh, she said, I want a piece of pie, but she said it this way, so she meant this. And it's just, it's just horrible, really. It's a lot of different child actors that go under because of that. They get into drugs and they get into everything else. And some that have broken that cycle and they're able to become adult actors because they took a break. And there's some child actors that say once they did a couple of movies, they left because they didn't want what happened to other people to happen to them. Britney dated Justin Timberlake, which they were the ultimate power couple of the 2000s. Like Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake was in game. They were it. And so basically... What happened in Justin Eyes was that Brittany cheated on him with a choreographer that I won't even name because I can't stand this person because he's ruined lives. And he also trying to ruin Michael Jackson, which that's not even what I'm talking about now. So I just can't even bring him up. But basically, Justin said that Brittany cheated on this choreographer after three years. And instead of just Tim Lake being like an adult... And just maybe saying that or maybe just keeping it to himself or maybe just saying we broke up because we broke up. This man, actually, let me say this boy makes a song called Cry Me a River. And in the video, he has a Britney Spears lookalike cheating on him in the video. So I'm going to be honest. Cry Me a River is a great song. (laughs) It's it's a great song. It like hits so hard, but it's a horrible video and a horrible thing because not saying you can't make songs about exes because I mean being hurt brings passion which brings you able to write like five five stuff I say five because I'm in a throwback mood so I don't know five means great (laughs) during this time he put out this single and it was gasoline to something already ready to explode because it was saying it was her. Also, she did a interview with Diane Sawyer where Diane Sawyer just a slut shamed her, asking her did he she really cheat on Justin. And during that time, the world picked Justin's side. They were like, oh, Britney's a whore. Britney's this. Why would you cheat on Justin Timberlake? Blah, blah, blah. It was just so bad for her because one... We don't even know if that's necessarily true or not. We never found out. And it's really none of our business. Also, everyone took his side. And this is the same Justin Timberlake that later on would rip off Janet Jackson's boot pasty at the Super Bowl. And she would be banned from radio for probably four years. And it was a big backlash against her. And people stopped playing her music because of Justin while he was the one that did it, he said he didn't know, but he I feel like he did it on purpose. And in 2021, he has apologized finally to her and to Brittany about both incidents. But it's just like, okay, Justin, you need to be canceled because you're not a good person. And you also steal black culture to make music but that's another topic that I won't talk about right now during this time in 2004 Britney Spears married a childhood friend named Jason Allen Alexander in LA the marriage was annulled 55 hours later but 
it was one of the first moments where she you could see she was kind of just testing the water out of just being like, I'm trying to figure out who I am. But then in 2004, she becomes engaged to Kevin Fairline, who is a dancer. He had recently broke up with this actress that who had been on Moesha and was pregnant with their second child at the time. And so for some reason, Britney Spears did a reality show that was like Britney and Kevin, which was horrible. She gets married to Kevin Fenderline. And that's when she did the cover version of Bobby Brown's My Prerogative. But she gets married to, you know, Kevin and decides to start a family and just take a break for a while. But the thing is, when you're Britney Spears, you can't take a break because people will constantly watch. So as she was trying to take a break, she did have her first child. And his name is Sean Preston. And during this time, the paparazzi had not let up on her. They followed her even more. This was a time where the paparazzi, if you were driving, they would be like behind you, 50 cars deep on the side of you, 50 cars deep. They would be everywhere in everywhere where you could not get away from them. In 2006, is a time where the paparazzi took a picture of her with her son on her lap instead of a car seat and put it, you know, on the tabloids. And mind you, this was all relatively before social media, like Facebook or anything was even out or relative. So it was magazines that people would put, you know, her picture on and they would get paid a pretty penny to stalk her and that's how I say like all of this is society isn't us fault because we were paying for those magazines if we did not buy those magazines during that time the paparazzi wouldn't have money to go after her for because they would like one picture of Britney Spears would be like fifty thousand dollars if it was a good picture like it was it was ridiculous pricing and so they took a picture of her with her son on her lap as she was driving she got ridiculed and child advocates were upset at her like look at her she don't know how to raise a child like she's endangering her child she's a horrible mom and that goes into like the mental illnesses that I feel I'm not her therapist but I feel that she has and possibly currently has I would say PTSD I would also say she has a uh, postpartum depression that moms have. And I would also say that she has depression. During this time, she had a child and women get postpartum when they have kids. And that I'm going to have an episode on that shortly. But from what my friends tell me, it's just a horribleness of thinking that you're not a good mom. So if you have postpartum and you already think that you're a horrible person, you're not a good mom, and then the paparazzi takes pictures of you calling you not a good mom, then that's double depression negativity on you where you're like, dang, I'm a horrible person. I'm not a good person. I think she mentioned this as well. Like she was saying she's originally from Mississippi. She's from the country. That's what they do. People have kids on ATVs, just traveling along like it's not 
that crucial but the paparazzi was like oh and then the titles they would have for pictures like Britney Spears almost kills her child Britney Spears drops her child and like all types of craziness that isn't really true during this time she also posed nude because she was trying to get away from that image of innocent girl because she's a grown lady at this point and then in September of 2006 she gave birth to her son uh, Jaden and also in 2006 she filed for divorce from Kevin for irreconcilable differences she's just been through a lot so far she had the thing with Justin on blast people calling her a whore and slut then postpartum from her child then she had another child so she had a child 2004 which possibly created postpartum then she had a child in 2006 which possibly added on top of that postpartum and postpartum is something where you know as soon as you have the child or a child gets a certain age, it doesn't go away. Some women deal with it for years. So having another child on top of that just added to the years that she could possibly have dealt with postpartum. During this time, she tries to take a break from everything. And it doesn't, her her dad specifically doesn't, you know, want her to take a, a break because this is basically how he gets money. This is how he gets money. He doesn't have a job. Brittany is his bank account, really. And this is the thing as well, which me and my friend was talking about this once. And it's like sometimes when people look like they're making crazy choices, it may be because the circumstances that they're dealing with are crazy. And so those circumstances aren't normal, so they're not going to have a normal reaction. And I can definitely attest to this personally when I've dealt with people with narcissistic personality disorder in my life, gaslighting me, and then my reaction to that being I need to find out the truth and find it out in different ways that may look like I'm doing something ridiculous, but it's not that I'm doing something ridiculous in my mind. It's like I'm trying to find out the truth. I'm trying to figure out what's going on because I'm not crazy, but this situation is. So in this case, it was an incident where Britney Spears had been, you know, having issues for a while. And so Kevin got custody of the kids. And it was this specific issue where she was trying to go see her kids at his house and he would not let her in. The paparazzi had, I would say, definitely damaged her so bad that she went to a hair salon in the middle of the night randomly and she shaved off all her hair like just shaved it off completely in fact because she was Britney Spears the hairdresser did not want to touch her hair and she grabbed the clippers and started shaving her hair off herself and her reasoning behind that was that she was just tired of having to put in tracks in her hair she was tired of people touching her hair she was tired of just the management of her hair that was one clear sign. Also, the paparazzi found out where she was and she just wanted to be left alone. And so the paparazzi 
stalked her so bad that night that she, after she got her hair cut, they found her, took pictures of her, stalked her. She went to the car, got an umbrella out and was like, please leave me alone. Just leave me alone. Go away. And of course they wouldn't. So yes, she did go after them with an umbrella. I think she did a quote unquote assault one of them, but it's just like, Without her even being famous, if someone's in your face and you're telling them to leave you alone, leave you alone, you're going to have a reaction where you might push them or show them like, I'm telling you to leave me alone and you're not listening. So I'm going to do this. And that's what that is. It looked crazy on camera, but I feel like that was a valid reaction. If you have tens of thousands of hot flashing cameras in your face after you've possibly had a mental breakdown and you're just like, I just want to be left alone. So it was an instance where Kevin had custody. He wouldn't let her see the kids. And she was also, in my belief, going through postpartum. And she had a psychotic episode. And she refused to leave. She refused to relinquish custody of her sons. And so she was hospitalized at Cedar after the police had arrived at her house and noted you know, something was going on with her. So after that episode, her visitation rights to her kids were suspended. And that's when Kevin was given full physical and legal custody of their sons. And she was committed to a psych ward. And she was put on what was called a 5150 involuntary psych hole under the California state law. This all happened in 2008. And this is when the court placed her under a, consor- a conservatory ship led by her father and attorney, giving them complete control of her assets and complete control. So let's just talk about what a conservatory ship is. So under U.S. law per wiki, a conservatory ship is the appointment of a guardian or a protector by a judge to maintain the financial affairs and or daily life of another person due to old age or physical or mental limitations. Basically, you don't have control of your life. And ironically, like that song she had back in the day, she really became a slave because she could not do anything at all she couldn't do anything without them saying you can do this she basically couldn't even pee without them telling her she could go pee and I feel like the conservatorship is wrong and there's been theories of what happened is that once she was on that hole that her dad came to her and was like hey you can get out the hospital and you can see your kids if you sign this where it says I will be over over you in a conservatory ship. And I feel like she signed it because she just wanted to see her kids because she didn't have access to her kids because remember everything had been taken away because of this episode. So I honestly feel like she signed everything because they said, hey, you can get out to the hospital and see your kids. And I feel like that really does happen to regular people as well. Like it happens to so many people. It was also a movie. I forgot. I just forgot the name of it, but it was on Netflix where this person was taking elders and getting their power of attorneys and just basically stealing their money. 
I remember personally where my grandma was in the hospital and my uncle, he basically what happened is my grandma was in the hospital and she had wrote a will to give me everything. My uncle found out about this and I was 16 at the time and he wrote a new will that said he got everything and she was in the hospital and she he went to the hospital and made her sign the new one, which overridden the old one. Uh, side note, I wish I could ever find a copy of that because it really was true. I have a copy of the, the one he fraudulently made her sign. I wish he was in jail for that, but this is a whole nother topic. I also signed a new will because he said, if you sign, this will get her out the hospital and get her out of Lakeside. Like she wouldn't have to go to Lakeside, which Lakeside is a mental um, health facility. I read the will, but I didn't understand what was going on. I just knew I didn't want my grandma to go back to this facility. I wanted her to be out with us and so we could take care of her. But turns out I signed a new will that said that he gets everything and that that's it. Like I don't I don't get anything that was guaranteed that my grandma was leaving for me. I feel like from personal experience that this does happen in real life, not just to famous people. My situation, thankfully, was not as worse as hers that I literally didn't sign my life away. But it just shows you in circumstances that are traumatic, you will do anything to try to get them resolved, to try to get some sort of peace. And so once she signed that, sadly, it was it was basically the end of her life. And that was in 2008. Her dad was in control of everything and... Her dad got rid of all of her managers, all of her people that possibly might have been in her corner. Her dad replaced all of them with his people and put who he wanted to in. At this time, Brittany did what he wanted her to. Like, for instance, if, if somebody wanted Brittany on a show, if she didn't want to be on the show, she couldn't say no her dad was like okay you have to be on the show if you don't want to be on this award show you have to be on the show you have to keep keep going and keep acting and keep doing this and keep playing the part I also believe that during this time since he had control of the therapists and psychologists as well that he paid them off to write anything that he wanted to own her I believe she did say this in court recently that they gave her medicine that would make her numb that would make her seem like she was out of it. That was 2008. She was still performing and still acting and still being the quote-unquote Britney Spears we know. But if you look back at her stuff from when she was a teenager, it sounded like she was more in control. But if you look at her, especially with her movement Free Britney, on Instagram, it looks like she's drugged. Everything on her Instagram looks staged. And before she got a chance to talk in court recently, people's like, this Free Britney movement might be sketchy. Y'all are seeing things on her Instagram. Y'all are making stuff up. But if you go back, she did seem like she was doing like cryptic messages like I'm under someone else's control because she would always look drugged. And the way she would talk would just be slow, third, just a cry for help. And I really believe like she... I mean, she just said it was like all true. Like she was trying to reach out for a cry for help. Like her dad is over her. And 
even just going through the years, like she just had to keep performing, performing and performing. And so in 2019, she was supposed to do another Las Vegas residency. And this is the thing, like, no offense to any famous people, but it's known when you do like a Las Vegas residency, Usher, I'm looking at you, that your career is over and you're just trying to get the last bag. <laughs> Backstreet Boys, even though I love you, I can name numerous other people. You're at a point where people will come see you, but it's not like... Oh my gosh, it's just like, if I'm in Las Vegas, I might roll by. During this time, she was supposed to do her Las Vegas residency. And it was so crazy because she was supposed to come out, announce it. It was supposed to be like a grand entrance, like, hey, I'm doing my new residency. It was so crazy because she's all glammed up. She's all Britney, work, work. And she walks down to where she's supposed to be introduced, I think by Nick Cannon and... Instead, she just keeps walking like she just keeps walking by him and it's just like, OK, what's going on? She canceled her residency, quote unquote, after her dad suffered a near fatal colon rupture, which I'm not even sure that is true. I think that's what he just was saying to like cover up the fact that she did not want to do this anymore, that she just wanted to lay down and get some rest. During that time, Andrew Wallet uh, resigned as one of the co-conservatories of her estate. And she also entered a, a facility again amidst stress, supposedly from her father's illness. During this time is when the Free Britney movement came about where different celebrities and different people demanded the release of her from the facility. But this is when like hearings started to come out about the conservatorship to the public and we just learned more information. Spears' ex-husband, Kevin Fairline, is on her side and he actually took out a restraining order against her father, alleging physical altercation between Britney Spears' dad, Jamie, and one of her sons. And Britney Spears' manager, longtime care manager, Jody Montgomery, temporarily replaced Jamie as her conservatory ship. More information was able to come out about her conservatory ship where she was saying she wished to live her lifestyle a different way and that she wanted to be taken off of it. In June 2021, she finally was able to speak to the court about her conservatorship, calling it abusive and revealing more about it. And this is a, a quote from Brittany from the conservatorship trial on June 23rd. Quote, I've lied and told the whole world I'm happy and I'm okay. If I said that enough, maybe I would become happy. I'm in shock and I'm traumatized. I'm so angry. It's insane. I'm scared of people. I don't trust people with what I've been through. It's not okay to force me to do anything I don't want to do. Truly, I believe this conservatorship is abusive. I don't feel like I can live a full life. She really can't because she also said that they won't allow her to take out her IUD this conservatorship, the paparazzi, all of this has definitely had an effect on her mental health. 
if she is able to get out of the conservatory ship, it will be a change for her. And I pray that she will be. I know that she will need therapy because she has, since 2008, been basically a slave to her father, whoever wanted to control her and control her money. And so I feel like she is in shock. So if she's able to get out, I feel like it would be like, you know, if you all have seen like the Shawshank Redemption, it'd be like when prisoners get out of jail after so long and they just don't know what to do with themselves. I think even in that movie, one prisoner, he broke a window so he could go back to jail because he didn't know how to live on the outside. It's been numerous times where even other celebrities that live in her neighborhood, AJ McLean from the Backstreet Boys has said they've seen her at the grocery store and she looked like she was drugged. She was just not herself or not how we remember Britney to be. This free Britney movement is needed because she doesn't want to do it anymore. And then on July 6th of this year, Britney Spears, 20 five-year manager Larry Rudolph resigned citing that she had intentions to officially retire and now they're on a part where she can possibly hire her own lawyer which we pray that she can because that can at least show them that she's capable of hiring her own people. I really hope that she gets out of this because she is a very talented person and she got treated so wrong. It also happened to Amanda Bynes. I do believe Amanda Bynes issue was needed, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think Amanda Bynes is no longer under, under hers. She might be, but I'm not sure. Hers was needed because she had like several DUIs and she also had regular endangerment charges, marijuana possession, which that's not anything. But she was also put on like a hole and her parents filed a conservatory ship for her. She had a whole lot of different stuff. But I do believe in her issue, she really did have issues because she stated that she had been diagnosed with bipolar disorder, which... That doesn't mean you need a conservatory ship over you. She may have had several issues with that where she really could not, you know, focus. And she also had alcoholism and she also had substance abuse where she really could not take care of herself. So she, something was really wrong with Amanda Bynes is what I'm saying. For you who don't know Amanda Bynes, she was a actress during the Nickelodeon best phase of their, uh, company on all that and the Amanda Bynes show but yeah she really had some issues that she really needed help where she had she really needed help but Brittany has never been addict never you know been like on drugs that we know she just has wanted to live her life unfortunately the people in her life wanted her to keep pushing out hits and get paid from that because it's a machine you become a product and so it's just crazy because she's 39 you're an adult like you're about to be 40 and she really cannot control her life like go to her instagram and look like it's it's not it's not the britney spears we grew up on in love and i just feel like it's 
it's our fault. I really do. I feel like it's our fault as society because we put so much on her. And we put so much on, especially back then, on female artists to be a certain way. They had to dress a certain way, do this, do that. While, you know, like I was saying, the male artists did not. So I feel like we are a part of why Britney Spears got treated the way she got treated. Because we just made her become so big that she became a product which musicians want to be big and famous like don't get me wrong but wolf being famous comes stuff that people don't ever think about your life is taken away because people like she was saying people drive down the street maybe with their kids sitting in their lap all the time and they don't they don't get pictures taken of them or they don't get saying child endangerment charges or and people also cheat on or supposedly cheat on their spouse and they don't get blasted a song maybe get maybe wrote about them but you won't ever hear it people won't go down the street being like hey susan you cheated on so and so i i listened to the song and video you're a whore you're we hate you that's the that's the thing too like can you imagine going through your life people saying they hate you just for your songs or you're a terrible singer or you're you dress horribly or whatever that's where the pt SD comes in at like that's the paparazzi flashes like I really feel like that is just definitely part of it and then the depression that I think she has as well of course you would be depressed if you were a slave <laughs> like you you're not gonna be a happy person if you can't control anything in your life so of course I believe she has these things and once again I believe Britney Spears has PTSD which is granted from her life I also believe she has or had postpartum dealing with the birth of her two kids and I definitely believe she has depression because she's not she just wants to be herself she just wants to be the Britney we know and I truly believe she's not so I'm definitely a part of the free Britney movement and it needs to be talked about she really does need to be free because there's no reason for her to do that. And there's no reason for her dad or whoever will be in charge of her conservatorship to have it. It needs to be ended. She needs to go ahead and retire and just be a regular person. And that's it. That's it. I think she's granted at least that. I think Britney Spears is granted at least just being able to sit down and <laughs> at the age of 40 and be like you know what I don't have to perform I don't have to do this I mean granted she hasn't performed in a while but I'm just saying she can just go back to being the Britney Spears from Macomb Mississippi and you know just be be herself you know and I mean celebrities like get old and retire and she truly won't ever be out of the limelight. But at least if she's not, you know, in a conservatory ship, she could be in charge of her life. She can get her IUD taken out. She can go places without having it approved. I mean, she does have a boyfriend now, but I truly believe they had to approve him. <laughs> I almost believe he was a handler of hers at first. And then he really did fall in love with her. I really do believe at first he was there to micromanage her. I 
think that he realized that was wrong and now he's actually her real boyfriend. That's just a theory of mine that I'm sure other people have as well. Just let her be her. And free Britney! Once again, thanks for listening to The Trauma Room, a podcast that triggers. Consider sharing the show if moved to do so or if you know someone that it will help. Don't forget to follow and give five stars if you enjoy. If you'd like to donate to the podcast, go to our Patreon at The Trauma Room Podcast. Our Patreon have extra episodes from the season that go into even more detail. You can find our social media in the show notes at the link below. The next patient will be seen shortly.